everyone. My name is Carly Ann, and I'm a health and wellness enthusiast who dropped out of grad school to travel the world and discover my real passion and desire for helping others. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go. I'm on an ever-evolving journey that is often messy, unsure, and a bit crazy at times, but I am choosing crazy over easy. Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired and motivated to love the journey you are on while also learning to appreciate when things feel like somewhat of a hot mess. Thanks again for tuning in. I am your host, Carly Ann, and this is the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. And welcome back to the Crazy Over Easy podcast. As always, I am so grateful, thankful, and appreciative to have each and every one of you here. It is just um, such a blessing to have this community. And today I'm just going to chat about uh, third trimester updates. I'm not entirely sure when this baby is going to be here, so I want to make sure I get this one recorded, as well as some life updates, how I'm feeling, um, that sense of being alone, <laughs> yet here I am, you know, talking about my book and hoping that it um, helps bring a sense of community. But I do want to shine some light on maybe that feeling of uh, loneliness. So, encompassing all of that. But before I jump into today's episode, as a lot of you know, I am now doing podcast giveaways. I do not monetize my podcast at all. I don't do not run ads, but I do appreciate obviously anytime somebody does use one of my links to support me. Um, I've gotten a lot of questions about that. I actually have a full podcast on how I make a living or how, uh, you know, social media influencing, how that kind of works. I feel like that's so odd because for me, it's like areas like this, my podcast, my book, like that's where I just find so much joy. Um, but at the same time, I do a lot of influencing on social media, as a lot of you know. Um, sometimes when you purchase through my links, it does not do anything for me in terms of commission. It just shows the company that I am somebody who is great to work with again. Sometimes it's just sending a product that I can benefit from. Other times it is like a set payment. Um, so all of that is in there. But the only companies that I do get commission from are Vitality and First Form, and that is by you guys using my links, which are down in the show notes or always on my website or in my Instagram bio. Um, so I appreciate you guys so much. Um, so anyways, I am doing podcast giveaways, $100 every month to anybody who does use my links specifically for my podcast community. So like I said, more info down in the show notes, but you simply just send me an email with your confirmation or your order number, titling it podcast giveaway, and I enter you into it. I am going to do an extra one this month. So another $100. So if you are somebody and you're like, gosh, you know, I just, I'm not purchasing from Vitality. I'm not purchasing from First Form. I get it. Believe me, I totally get it. I never want to be one of those quote unquote influencers where you feel like, gosh, I have to purchase from her to support her. Um, you guys liking and commenting on my posts is huge, especially now with Instagram being so finicky and social media just wanting you to. Uh, I don't want to just say like stick to the algorithm, but kind of play their game. Um, And I just want to connect and thrive with all of you. So if you are somebody who has purchased my book, like I have said, um, if you purchased directly from me, thank you so, so much. Um, If you did do that, it would obviously mean the world to me if you did go onto Amazon and buy the $2.99 download version, the Kindle version. Um... That just helps obviously boost my 
like it shows that it's um I don't know, like being trafficked a lot, if that makes sense. Like people are going to it, they're clicking on it, they're purchasing it. But it also gives you the ability to review it on Amazon. And reviews on Amazon are huge. Um, And I feel like this is the community I can trust. I know this sounds so bad, but I feel like a little bit of my fear with having it on Amazon was it really allows people who maybe don't support me and just want to troll me uh, to buy it and... um, kind of pull it, pick it apart. I am choosing to stay away from a lot of sites that say things, um, but you guys are my people and my community, and I just appreciate you guys so, so much. So anyways, with that said, for an additional part of this giveaway for September, so coming up, I will be announcing the August giveaway if you did purchase through my Vitality or my First Form links, um, but I'm going to do a September giveaway of $100 for anybody who does leave a five-star review. Um, obviously, I want you to be authentic about it and really, um, I want you to mean that it's five stars. So if you don't want it to be five stars, that's totally fine. Uh, but if you leave a review on Amazon with the stars as well as writing and then just screenshot and send it in, that will enter you into a $100 giveaway. So I know that's asking a lot if you already bought the book directly from me, Um but it just means the world to me. And it also is how I thrive. I have gotten so many emails and messages from so many of you guys. And it's that feeling of connection that I think I am yearning for in life. I think that is what I've been yearning for in my job um, and kind of what I wanted to dive into today. I was talking to my best friend this past weekend. I'm so sorry if I'm like breathing so heavily, you guys. <laughs> I am 37 and a half weeks pregnant while I'm recording this. And I'm legit out of breath. So (laughs) that is where we're at. But I was talking to my best friend and she finished my book and she finished it a while ago. And she was talking about, you know, what do you want to do next? And what is like, you know, your hope with this next bundle on the way? And, you know, I'm loving my podcast community and my book. It's like I light up when I read reviews from you guys emailing me or messaging me about my book or my podcast or Brooklyn Grace, my clothing line, it's like these are how we're connecting because our paths could be so different, but somewhere along the line, our our journeys are connecting in a way that is so awesome that makes us resonate with one another. So she was asking me about it and she's like, you know, you say that your intention with your book is to create community and to allow others to feel less alone. And she was like, I love that because I feel like she's like, you're my best friend. I know you so well. And I definitely resonated and was like, gosh, like this is awesome. We have totally different lives. I have kiddos. She does not. Uh, she's still living the single fun life. And I'm obviously married. And so we have completely different lives. Yet here we are resonating so much with each other. And I feel like that was my goal, right? We can be on completely different journeys, yet we can still relate and we can still feel less alone. But she was like, here you are though. And she's like, you feel alone. She's like, you are somebody who shares with me how you do feel alone and how you feel like you don't have anybody to talk to or every single one of your days is kind of the same. And so it was just an interesting reflection because I never want to dwell on how I'm feeling, if it's like a negative feeling. I know at the beginning of this year, I told you guys I was struggling and just kind of feeling a little bit lost on my path. And I think it's important to understand that even with my goal of this book being to create community and create this um, organic connection, because I thrive on connection and I feel like that's human nature, right? We want to connect. Yet we do feel alone. And maybe I'm speaking for myself, but 
I, you know, it's funny. I was watching um, the VMAs, and I'm not going to lie, I was not really a fan of them this year, <laughs> but I was watching them, and, you know, Nicki Minaj made a comment about how, uh, you know, mental health is so important and how it it gets overlooked. And I found it really, I was talking to Casey and one of our friends who's here from Australia, I was like, you know, it's so wild. Like a lot of people that we have looked up to and maybe idolized over at some point point in our life, I think all of us can unfortunately connect with somebody who has taken their own life because of mental health from a celebrity perspective. I hope and pray you do not have somebody in your in your uh, personal life who has done that. Um, unfortunately, I'm, I'm sure a lot of us have. But it was something that I was like, gosh, you know, I feel like a lot of us talk about it, but they always say, check in on your on your strong friends. And you hear a lot of people talking about mental health, myself included. I talked about it in my book and, you know, it's okay to not be okay or it's okay to be struggling, right? I think that was my, my goal of, um, or an emphasis, maybe not a goal, but an emphasis that a lot of us are struggling and a lot of us have um, things that we're trying to get validated on and we have vulnerabilities And I think a lot of us open up about it or we maybe think we open up about it, but it does impact so many of us. And I was just sharing, I was like, gosh, you know, it's so sad because a lot of talk is done, right? I always talk about like, we communicate, but where's the action? And for me, I feel like it can look, for instance, oh, she has over 150,000 followers on Instagram. She has her book. She has her podcast. Like it looks like I have this grand uh, approval, if you will, if that's the right word, like this, um, she's done, she's made something for herself or whatever it may be. And while I have moments that I felt like that, like I'm so proud of myself, if you have read my book, I'm so proud of myself for going off the beaten path, right? I'm so proud that I took that road less traveled, chose the crazy over easy route, didn't necessarily lean into the expectations after a point of time. I was clearly, clearly leaning into those expectations others had of me for a very long time. But I still feel so alone, you guys. I still feel so uncertain and so um, at a loss, if that makes sense. I feel like I get a little bit down when I don't have that title. I don't have, I, I can't remember who I was talking to this past weekend. I can't remember who I was talking to. Anyways, they were like, oh, so what do you do? And I felt, I was like, oh, social media. Uh, and I, I just don't have that title. I don't have that well, I wrote a book and I have a podcast and I do health and wellness and I am on social media. There just wasn't a simple way of titling it, but I also felt very like, oh, social media. Like it kind of sounds arrogant if that, and again, I don't want to like, I always get so worried, so worried with the words that I choose because people just want to twist things around, but hopefully you understand what I'm saying. I just feel so all over the place in regards to being able to answer that question. And that was a part of my book as well, a whole chapter on, oh, so what do you do? And it's like finishing, like I want to be like, oh, for fun, uh, for work, for, or, you know, for on the weekends, like, what are you asking? But we all know what they're asking for. And so here I am just kind of, it can look glorified. And I think anybody's life, celebrities, we look at them, you know, are probably like, oh, financial freedom and, uh, you know, skincare and hair and makeup and, oh, must be nice or whatever it is. But I think we all know deep down they struggle just as much as we do, if not 
more than we do. I mean, they have so many eyes on them. And we live in a society where people just feel like it's okay to comment on other people's lives. And I feel like a lot of you listening, you don't even need to be in the spotlight, right? Like you do not need to be on social media. You do not need to be a celebrity. You do not need to be doing anything that... um requires a bajillion eyes on you, people still comment, right? Like it's that person that is in your office or a coworker or whomever. And you're just like, why? Like, does that make you feel better about yourself? And it just baffles me that people still feel like it's okay to tear others down. And as I've said in the past, I feel like judgment is our own insecurities. I'm guilty of it. I know dang well that I make comments sometimes. I don't ever comment on somebody's stuff or I don't ever send a a mean message, but I will talk to Casey or my best friends and be like, oh my gosh, did you see what so-and-so posted? Or I, I feel like that's just human nature, which is so bad, but it's still, for me, I know that when I take time to reflect, it's my own insecurities. It's my own struggles. It's my own maybe misunderstanding or, um, lack of, lack of understanding of how I feel about a topic or how I feel about something. And so it's just easy to judge if you're like, oh gosh, I would never do that. But I I maybe haven't taken the time to come from that person's perspective. So I just feel like lately I have shared with you guys, I feel kind of all over the place with um, social media, my direction. I know I've transitioned a lot, but what's been so awesome with my book is that I've had people reach out from the ages of 22 to, gosh, my grandma read it, so we could go to 96, (laughs) but I have had, I mean, 50, 55, 67, like the emails that come in, it's like people put their age on there, I think to help me understand like, hey, you you are connecting with all different ages and you are, you know, this one message that I want to read it to you guys that I got this morning yeah, I keep saying it's not a self-help self-help book, but I got this message and it said, hi, I just finished your book, loved it, and really appreciate your transparency. Even though you have classified it as not being a self-help book, I can see where it really would benefit young adults who are trying to quote unquote, figure out their lack of a better word, their life out, figure their life out, and wondering wondering why it's going, why it isn't going as planned. Great job, my dear. And I just love that because I think that is still where I'm at. And maybe that's why I'm like, oh, I, you know, I, I wanted to write this book and close a chapter, but now I'm in a new chapter and now I'm in a new book and I'm finished. I'm figuring it out and I'm still turning the pages and chapters maybe are not getting written as expected. Maybe they are not getting completed. And that's hard, right? That's hard when you're trying to adjust on the path that you kind of already had painted um, or you're trying to. I don't know, add more detail if that makes sense. Like for me, is it the title? Is it the, right now I'm sitting in my office that is supposed to be this next baby's room that is supposed to be here in the next two and a half weeks and there's nothing in here for a baby. I mean, it's a storage unit for another baby, but we don't have a crib. We have obviously a baby's not always in a crib right away, but it's still set up as my office yet empty because I keep trying to move things out. And I think that it's just, different. It's different than how things unfolded with Caden. It's different than how I thought that we'd be quote unquote ready for baby number two. Like I literally have four onesies from Amazon, like Gerber baby white onesies for for this little kiddo. 
and the car seat that was Caden's and it is not installed in the car yet. And if we were to go into labor today, um, I have a white uh, little sleeper, like a little cute one, like foot footy, you know, like the footy pajamas um, from my girlfriend's company, Shop Atlas Gray. I have that sitting on a chair in my room with a blanket that Emily Frisella gave to us. And that is it. Like literally two items that I would be grabbing to go to the hospital, none of which are for me. And I just, it's just so odd how I feel like a lot of us can paint this picture or maybe we feel a little bit like, oh shoot, I'm not painting the picture. And um, anyways, I just wanted to touch on that because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like the feeling of being lonely um, is something a lot of us feel, but we also can't necessarily process it. Like I I can communicate it to you guys, but the action that I need to take, I don't know what that looks like. But something that I would love to do, and I wanted to bring it up to you guys, obviously I have another baby on the way. Things will be adjusting and changing, but I think it'd be so fun if once a month I hosted a Zoom call. You would have to sign up for the Zoom calls, and they would all have a topic. So something that you're like, oh man, I might not be interested in this. That's totally fine. Maybe it's on specifically health and wellness. Maybe it's on my specific struggles with health and wellness, or maybe it's an episode or not episode, a uh, Zoom call with Casey and I, but about a specific topic. And it would allow you guys to sign up. I think I'm just going to do like 30 people and you can send your questions in. So it's still kind of podcast format, if that makes sense. So it's not too much like, you know, interrupting with chats, but it would allow you guys and allow me to be face to face and live and I've, t- I've thought about like, oh, I'll just do Instagram live, but I feel like this is the community that um, would want to get more intimate and take the time to get to know each other. And then maybe in the future, I am able to host like a conference with um, just a, like a small group of people. I was talking, I've literally, I, if you've listened to other episodes with Casey, I've talked about, he was like, oh, what do you want to do next? Like after your book. And I would love to do in-person events. Um but like have a couple other people that I know come in and also speak, but have it be small, intimate, and then maybe do something where it's like 10 to 15 tickets are VIP and I host an actual like in like a a smaller cocktail hour, you get apparel or whatever it might be to make obviously that ticket worthwhile. Um, So anyways, that is something I want to bring to fruition, but I think it'd be so fun to start off with a Zoom call and once a month be able to just dive into different topics. Maybe it's topics we talk about here on the podcast, but you're like, gosh, I would love to just chat with her further about this or ask a specific question. Um, And I also think that'll help me feel a little bit more of community, Uh, see your guys' faces and know that you're real. And, you know, I get the emails and the DMs, but I'm like, gosh, there's something here, right? Like you guys are so phenomenal. And there's a reason why I have no hiccups pressing record and no fear with sharing things that I would never want to share on my Instagram story unfortunately in fear of somebody screenshotting it and putting it somewhere that it doesn't need to be or taking my words out of context it's like gosh you knew I didn't mean that but I don't know so that is my thought um I would love to hear you guys' feedback on on that um so that is kind of my little bit of a life update in terms of um where things might be going, what I'm hoping for. Um, I'm still so in love with health and fitness. I was actually talking to my girlfriend, Laura, this morning just about life transitions. And it's so hard because you can play the mind game. Like for me, for instance, right now, 
I've been watching my Instagram numbers go down because that's just Instagram lately. Um, And that's hard because I know for me, I'm not putting out the same content. I know that I might not be connecting with certain people I used to connect with, and that is totally fine. But it's still a mind game. It's still this, oh my gosh, I would normally make this post and get 10,000 likes, and now it gets 1,000. Or, um, oh shoot, I'm supposed to post reels because (laughs) that's what everybody's doing. And for me, I just don't want to get caught up in that because I never want you guys to see something that isn't me, that isn't genuine. Um, But I also, like Casey, we were talking about the company he works for and how they really need to catch up with the times. And he made a comment and he was like, champ, you don't have to adjust who you are. It's just like you said for the company, like our company has to change with the times and make adjustments, but you don't have to change who you are. And so I do know that if I thrive on connection and I, w- I genuinely want to connect with more people, um, I can't just rely on you guys. I can't just rely on you to <laughs> share my stuff and, you know, like my my stuff or tag a friend. Like, I can't rely on that. Um, but again, it's a mind game and social media is something that I feel like is so powerful and I like to keep it positive in terms of who I follow and the content I put out. But it does have a negative impact on me, unfortunately, sometimes because of the mind game that I play on there in terms of like, oh, so-and-so did this and oh my gosh, their company sold out in 10 minutes or I can't believe she posted this and how many likes it got. And it's just hard to not compare yourself to others. Um, I think we all compare ourselves to others. Comparison is the thief of joy. Uh, But that's where I'm at right now is trying to figure out, I like sharing everything. And I know people say you have to be like niche focused, but um, I'm hoping my niche can just be lifestyle and sharing all of it. So your feedback is always so appreciated. I love to know what you guys like to see. And it's not even to persuade me or like, you know, lean one way or the other in terms of what I share and what I don't share. It's just like, oh, I didn't realize people enjoyed this or, oh, I didn't realize people didn't enjoy this. So that is where I'm at with all of all of that. And then a little third trimester update. So I am 37 and a half weeks at the moment. And um, I don't know when this baby is going to be here. My water broke with Caden like 11 days before um, his due date. And then he, I didn't know my water broke. And so then I went in the next day, got checked. They told me that there was some amniotic fluid. They eventually had to like fully break my water. So I didn't have him until about nine days before his due date, but we could be any day now. Um, This trimester has been interesting. Like I shared in the uh, second trimester update, I started having a ton of pelvic girdle pain um, right at the beginning of third trimester. And so I kind of you guys I have not done like any physical activity this this trimester which is not something I recommend uh thankfully I have taken up swimming but I haven't even gone for a walk in I think like five weeks which is wild um but I was supposed to rest before we went to Montreal I did my doctor did not want me doing anything I was supposed to go there for my best friend's wedding and then we unfortunately had a death in the family So we did not go, and then with the death in the family, it was just a lot of um, traveling for services and funerals and just a lot of family time, which I think we all can relate to. Life happens, right? And our plans are going to get derailed, and in those moments, we have people and things that deserve and require our attention. Um, So I pushed aside, obviously, my needs or my... um, not even expectations like those I don't know even when you're pregnant 
I feel like I still have that mental side of like, oh, I have to work out or, oh my gosh, I, I get nervous to go to the doctors because I'm like, now I'm going every week and am I, is my weight going to go up too much from last week? And it's so crazy, but I feel like this pregnancy, I've definitely worried about my weight more. I have... I don't know, maybe picked myself apart a little bit more. I haven't taken photos, which is so weird. Like, I feel like towards the end with Caden, I was always in a swimsuit and always taking photos. And I just haven't this time. And I don't know, with Caden, I was nervous to take photos because we had had the miscarriage. So, like, I didn't take any bump photos at the beginning. And I told myself this time, like, oh, I want to document every week. I have literally not documented anything. Like, I quickly try and take a video because I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's it's been this amount of time you know, nine weeks since I've taken a photo. Um, But I'm struggling a little, I think, with body image. I'm struggling a little bit with not working out like I did. Um, Trying to kind of keep up and figure out that balance of work-life balance that I've, as uh, most of you know, I've been struggling with for so long. But I think that it's something I feel like with this next baby on the way, knowing that I struggled so much postpartum, I just feel like I have to have it all figured out. And I should take my own advice, right? Like, oh, we don't have to have it all figured out. But I feel like that's where I'm at. I feel like I'm back to this odd square one of having to tell myself everything. I tell you guys that um, I need to be prepared. I need to have it all figured out before baby comes in terms of work-life balance. And what's that going to look like? If I already feel like I'm struggling showing up on social media, what's that going to look like? with this next baby and so many people want to send messages saying like hey your kid's cute but like I don't follow you for baby stuff and it's just like okay that's fine but that's where my life is at so it's just this hard it's this mental game I'm playing within myself Um, and unfortunately it's kind of taking away from my third trimester Um, I'm also trying to embrace all of it because I think this is our last little bundle I will say I'm having wild dreams again. Um, According to my dreams, I'm having a 10-pound baby named Jordan. I don't know why the nurses have named my child Jordan. I don't even name him. Um, As a lot of you know, we do not know if it's a boy or a girl. Um, My current dream is that the baby looks nothing like Casey or I. And I've delivered a child the last like six nights in a row. So I think I have some anxiety around <laughs> around delivery. I think I have some anxiety around, is it going to be a boy or a girl? And I genuinely do not care. I, I just feel like I have so many unknowns right now with like, oh my gosh, how's it going to be with Caden? And how's postpartum going to be? Is mine and Casey's marriage going to be okay? Because it was not okay the first time. And how long is it going to take me to feel like myself again? Because I was in a cloud for five months and all these questions. And I talked to my doctor last week because she asked if I had any like postpartum anxiety or depression that maybe we didn't discuss after Caden. And I told her, I was like, I think I did. I just don't think I knew what it was. I think I thought that it was normal to struggle. I think I thought that it was normal to feel so alone and to feel like it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Because I think on some level it is normal, but at the same time, I think that I underestimated the ability to ask for help or to ask for clarification if something was normal or not normal. Because I don't know what it is about a mom. Maybe it's because we're biologically wired this way, but I really felt like I was expected to be able to do it all. Like it was something that was expected of me because, 
it biologically we are a mom and our bodies are supposed to feed this baby and get up in the middle of the night and you just see everybody who does crush it um and I just felt like I was falling apart and so I think I'm a little bit apprehensive and nervous about that uh but like I said last week I feel like I'm also really working on my mindset in terms of looking at the joys of this next season, coming into fall, coming into this new exciting time where we are adding another family member and um, just knowing that I don't have to do it all and I need to communicate my needs and then take action. So ask for help, but like actually specify a little bit more like, hey, Casey, I need you to do morning routine with Caden, you know, blah, blah, blah. Just making it a little more clear as opposed to, I need more help or I need to feel loved because Casey just got so lost whenever I asked those things. Um, And one of my friends actually said that for her, she had to ask her husband to be a little bit more intentional about like when he would come home from work to pay a little bit of attention to her first before the baby. And she said it was so hard to communicate because it's like you want your husband to be so in love with that baby. You want them to want to help you. But it's also hard when you feel like you're this teammate, if that makes sense, like high five in the middle of the night or like high five throughout the day with like, yes, we've got this. Your turn to go do whatever daddy duty. And then wife and husband duties never happen. Um, And like I've talked about in that Q&A I did a while ago, a lot of you asked about uh, intimacy after, um, after, you know, birth. And I really want to work on intimacy within those first six weeks and having it just be at least like, hey, we're going to crawl in bed together and do X, Y, and Z. Like not, not physically. <laughs> that sounded a little intense. Um, like in terms of just um, intentional time together or, hey, we're going to quickly like let's go outside for five minutes, grab a hot chocolate or grab an apple cider, whatever it is, and let's just sit on the deck, look at the stars for a second and take a step away from the life that's happening inside. Uh, maybe that's right before bed. Maybe that's when the kiddos are down for the night, whatever it might be. Um, obviously it's hard to say because as a lot of you know, we don't really know what newborns are going to do. However, that is something that we are talking about. So I would say overall third trimester, your girl is a little bit of a hot mess, which fits the life that I share about. Uh, but yes, just feeling a little all over the place aside from pregnancy, feeling alone, uh, knowing that I potentially might feel more alone and isolated with a, another little one with a to- toddler. You know, whenever I share things on Instagram, it's so cute how many people message and they're like, oh my gosh, solidarity. Like, that's all I can offer you is like, you're not alone. And I think that's so wonderful. Um, and it's interesting because that's when I'm like, gosh, I'm not alone, but I feel so alone. So my goal, I think, is to help us further beyond my book um, and just create more connection. So if I can do that and if I can create a way to create more of a community, um, that is my overarching goal. And maybe it is within health and fitness. Maybe it's continuing the challenges that I do uh, you know, through first form, just creating that community feel. But I know for me, it's so much more on like that social emotional level and not just on the physical level. So I want to figure out a way that I can tie it all in. Um, and so that's kind of what I'm working on. But um, I think that's everything I am in terms, yeah, more third trimester update stuff. Uh, pregnancy wise in terms of like weight and body I'm pretty much the same as I was with Caden uh, just struggling more with all the changes and 
gosh, my boobs are just killing me. I'm feeling so swollen these last few weeks. Not like preeclampsia swollen, but like you can just tell. I think milk's starting to come in. I think that that end of pregnancy fluid retention that oftentimes happens is just your body's preparing for labor and preparing that milk coming in. It just feels like a lot. Um, Still eating cereal like it's my job, loving sweets and trying to not love them too much, Uh, but making a lot of like granolas and muffins because otherwise I think your girl would be buying every donut and cookie when I'm walking through the store. And I didn't feel that way with Caden. I think this one's a girl. I don't know. I also thought Caden was a girl, so I truthfully do not know. Um, but yeah, that is where I'm at. I will maybe do a Q&A or ask you guys, you know, and ask me anything um, so that you guys can ask further about pregnancy. And then maybe I'll do that after my birth story or whichever, you know, depends on when this next little one comes. So anyways, as always, I appreciate you all. Um, thank you to each and every one of you who does choose to support me, whether it is sharing my my page, sharing a post, liking, commenting, purchasing, clicking a link, all of the above. I really cannot thank you enough. So without further ado, make it a great day and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast, as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carly Andel. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.